The following show features episodic breakdowns of Jackass, either performed by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. For your safety, avoid listening to this podcast at all times. Hi, I'm Mikey Aaronworth. I'm Jason Wellwood. And I'm Chris Aaronworth. Welcome to Jackass. Welcome to Jackass. It's the podcast where we're on a path of destruction through every single episode of Jackass. We are three lifelong fans of the show, reliving the belly laughs, bad ideas, and broken bones. Today we're getting into episode five of season three, which came out on July 22nd of the year 2001. Mm-hmm. You guys want to go with headlines of the day, or do you guys want to go with fun facts? Uh, oh, you shit. know what's funny, Chris, is, is, is I've, I, thank you for giving us the choice. Jay's right. Um, <laughs> I'm just it's, such a caring guy. It's amazing to me, because I, you know, in, in, in editing last episode, I had to re-listen to you reading off the the just random headlines that you found in this new app you had to make the the fact of the day easier and the build up to the fact that you you also haven't read the articles or have no idea what they mean is it it's made me laugh like four times in a row because i kind of want to explore them with you you know if we find something interesting we could just take a little peek like for example today where was this one over here i had a where the hell did it go? Shit, it was so good. Uh, Chris, you have one job. I know. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> and you had to buy an app to make it easier. What, I had it right on my phone and I just completely left it. because I want, Normally I could write it down, but it was basically just had cops bad hair day and I really wanted to see what he looked like. But That's a good oh, one. Oh, there I, you go. You, DC cops very bad hair day. Let's click. Oh boy. Can, I, can, I make a, can I make a wager before you tell me what it's about? He yeah. probably yeah. shot a bunny or hit a bunny with his car. Uh, no, it has nothing to do with that. His name's just Teddy, apparently. Can't bear Teddy. Wait, what? Yeah. I, I can't I bear this. Maybe segment, I should. Maybe I should actually go through these and make yeah. sure they're all right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it was a great idea. It was a great idea for a little while, but I guess. Uh, ooh, Victoria Gotti. I wonder what she's looking like. Oh, actually, okay. never mind. I'm just kidding. I don't want any beef with the Gottis. Yeah, that's probably 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 safe. Well, thanks for the fact the of the Gotties. day, Chris. I feel uh, stupider than when. Than <laughs> do you guys feel very story? enlightened after that? Because I do. <laughs> Speaking of feeling enlightened, I think Mikey was right before we started recording that, uh, uh, I don't know, like, I can leave this up to the viewer, but out of the three of us, and it's not me, because you can't see me, one of us has been playing a lot of laser tag. Absolutely. And, uh, pew, 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 pew. It might be the guy with the cool LED lights going on in the background, just saying. Yeah, check us, out on, uh, check us out on YouTube if you, uh, if you haven't already. If you want to see Chris in his, uh, looks like he's fucking recording out of Spencer's Gifts. Good old me, 36, <laughs> going on 12 years old. <laughs> Great Maybe that's why the fun fact was, uh, was such a disappointment this week. You were just too busy, you know. He was too busy staring, staring at his at lava lamp yeah, all night. LED lava lamp. Listen, <laughs> here's lava something you do want to stare at for sure, guys. It's it's Pig Cossack getting the crutch. That's that's all you figure it out, viewer. I don't know what that means either. This, but that's the that's the intro for this one. This season intro, three, episode five, by the way. Season three, episode five. This intro was a fucking family guy sketch. Just like let's have I've got a director and a pig mask and gets hit with a crutch and then a guy laughs. It's like it's every family guy joke follows the same structure of like just add three random elements and then and then send us send us our way. It was okay, I guess, yeah. you know. Yeah, but dolphin cruelty really is just not okay. Chris, what the what? fuck are you doing? Guys, I got the cool lights on. I'm trying to get set the mood, you know. We started we start we start recording and then you start rolling a joint. 
I, like, I'm fucking paying attention. I can fucking do whatever I want. It's not the attention. It's the editing. <laughs> you always make these fucking sounds in the background. It's not easy. Ugh, okay. You well, I'm going to get this guy a two yeah. liter of Dr. Pepper and a large pepperoni pizza. I was in a rush today, it's, right? Because it's laser right. tag. I was making a laser tag. Okay, never mind. Oh, there you go. I like that. Yeah. Don't worry about it. What was the South Park episode? It was dolphins, right? I'm not wrong about that. Were there, uh, uh, manatees. I think it was manatees. Manatees. Yes. Oh, God, it was yes. manatees. Yeah. Making the family guy make fun, sketches. Make fun of the, the structure of a family guy joke. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you who's not, uh, you know, hiring hiring out contracting animals to write their sketches. It's the jackass crew because uh, uh, this one is very, I got to say before we jump into this episode, it's a very sports heavy episode, boys. Sports it is. left, yeah. right, and center in this one. So uh, I think we're just going to have to introduce our podcast audience to just some of the wackiest and wild sports ideas you'd never heard of and you'd never think of uh my favorite one involves a ladder we'll get to that soon, oh but, man uh, i can't fucking wait to talk i could have watched a whole episode on that one uh, uh <laughs> yeah it was it really was underrated f- man very really underrated, underrated i agree but we got to start somewhere and what better way than with some crime yep it's the bloody windshield and johnny knoxville says we've got a windshield but it needs to be broken so he hops on there and gets a nice crack in it and uh, before we know it, they're decorating this car with hair, blood, guts, meaty bits, you name it. Johnny's getting all bloodied up on his T-shirt. And uh, we're going to go for a little drive to the gas station, aren't we? To make it look like they got to wash wash it all off. I, You know what? The end result of this sketch I found very disappointing, uh, given, given what it was. I think for two reasons. One is because we saw a, a version of this that I think was better, which was uh, in, I think, season one, when they pull up to the gas station and there's someone in the trunk of the car and he's right. trying to get help. And it's like, yo, is there someone in the trunk of your car? This one's a little bit different. I get that it kind of, you know, does does something slightly, uh, uh, you know, forcing someone to clean off the car and there's a little bit of ambiguity there. But when it starts off and they're decorating it with like hair and chunks of meat, that yeah. was so like... It, Imagine, imagine seeing that, like imagine seeing a chunk and there's one guy in one of these sketch, it, one, I think that the last person that they see in the last round, just with his bare hand, he's like pulling up human hair and chunks of meat, like like he's seen it every yeah. day of his life. Oh, it, it I love disgusting. that the reaction by the gas station attendants is, uh, yeah, fuck yeah, we'll help you clean your car. Like yeah. there's no shame as long as they've got the money. They don't really even question it. Um, it you know they go to three different gas stations and the first two there's no question. Like it's no just yeah, we'll hose you down, no big deal. The first there's one, even didn't one even guy, have a, a, they didn't even have a car wash. The guy literally pulled a hose from the side and was washing <laughs> yeah. him down. It was just a straight up. Yeah, Where did that come from? It was like it was yeah. from the gas station. That it looked like he was washing it down with gasoline. Like what was that about? <laughs> I, I didn't yeah, know. Yeah. But it's you know what? It, it was at that point in the second one that I actually started to feel on comfortable because they clearly didn't they didn't give a fuck they were just like they were like whatever like like okay i guess we'll clean you got money okay we'll clean it and it they reacted so indistinctly to it that johnny had to be like start to like force them like underlay underlay guys let's go gotta go gotta go gotta go to the point where like i don't think he expected anyone to just be so okay Mm. with the fact that he was rolling up with a bloody windshield and two out of three people didn't give a fuck and then the third, the third group that he goes to calls the police, and he acts. He sounds surprised that yeah. they're about to call the cops. I'm oh, like, man. was this? Did you guys not have a plan for this? Have yeah, someone yeah. in there be like, oh no, no, don't call the cops. This is a prank. Blah blah blah. But like, he acted as though that was not a possibility from from day one. No, I just quick comment on that third gas station because uh, when we get there, we find out real quick that it's owned by Mike Ermintrout from Breaking Bad. <laughs> I don't know if you guys. 
caught the guest appearance on this episode. But. He looked like him for sure. But Mike would have no, handled that way differently. Mike would have been cool as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, Tom, Mike, Mike, Mike would have had a plan for that car. What I see the thing that I liked about this, I don't know, you seem to be negative. I think I I definitely have a different perspective because this is creative. This the show's human nature. I love when you get people out there. You see these people and they're like, fuck, man, this is sketchy. What what really sold me on this is the fact that at least three or four of them are visibly gagging and feel like they're sick. So they literally yeah, think yeah. that they are actually potentially dealing with a human, whether it's an animal or something like that. Maybe the meat smelled or something, but I think well, the- there's actually like went a lot better than it seemed like people were really into like really believed in what was going on right there like they, they they had no idea it was a prank the first guy the first guy was uh uh you know he the guy who ended up throwing up like actually gagging and and like clearly his stomach was turned at one point it was so sad because you maybe he just really needed the job and he didn't want to get fired and and he's like i'd rather deal with the cops and plead ignorance than deal with my boss for mistreating a customer and he says to johnny at one point as he's washing it down he's like do you hit a dog like like as if to say please tell me this is a dog <laughs> but like in his mind you can tell he knows it's a fucking human being it was uh yeah, yeah, yeah. that was that was i think the best moment of this whole one sketchy yeah johnny really sells it though him him uh his acting here he's super sketchy he seems just like the kind of dude that you just don't want to associate with or do business with like you know something's up and he does a good job of uh i think tipping it over the edge um yeah, I mean, you guys both seem to think that, um, I, I'm getting the sense, at least I'll say from Mikey's side, that it seems like you thought maybe this could have used a little bit more. If you had to rate this stunt, mm-hmm. what would you go with? I'll, I'll start. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be low on it, but this one's a three and a half for me. It, wow, it just, really? Yeah, I just, with such a good premise and such a good idea, maybe it was just that Johnny expected to not have to do much work on this one. Uh, because he thought the reactions would be a little bit more out there, but it just felt like, you know, you know, when you're dealing with a bunch of friends who are hungover, it's like the night after a party and something like crazy happens that are all just like, oh yeah, like, uh, like they're just unable to, everyone just felt like they were in a daze. Like it was a bunch of zombies dealing with this. Like no one really seemed to care that there was blood on the windshield, which I guess you can find funny, but to me it was just a lack of excitement in this one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going. Uh, I'm going with a seven out of ten. This is like jackass oh, really? written all over it. Yeah, I really like wow. this. This is premise. You have like the interactions with regular people over there. It's a completely different reaction for the most part than I thought, which I always find in, like entertaining or interesting. It's like when people are like, it just goes to show what people are willing to do. You know, you need to make money, you need to put ends meet on the table. So it's almost like a little <laughs> bit of like a social. A social you experiment need to put at the ends same time. meet on the table, Chris. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a couple slabs of ends meet. You know. Well, I mean, ends meat does got to go on the table. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah what, what happens after you've cooked the meat? You're done with it. It's the, I think Chris, Chris thinks meat. Chris thinks <laughs> the saying "ends meat" is about bacon, like like yeah. pigs butt. Oh, yeah. Like no, it's it's the end the end of the meat. You know, you got to put it on the table. Yeah. You make it's the two best part. ends meet. The N-E-E-T. They meet. You make no, two- it's not. It's end, okay. the ends of the end of the meat. Are you dead serious? I'm not even fucking I'm dead no, serious. Around. You're right. Anytime there's a roast, like a roast dinner, I always take the end pieces. Those are the best. It's the yeah. juiciest. Jay, Jay, are, you on, are you on my side or Mikey's side here? <laughs> no, I'm, on, I'm team ends meat all the way. Yeah. Let's okay. See, yeah. put those, meat, put those <laughs> okay. bad boys on the table. <laughs> Slap fucking Bill Nye science guy over this here. Fucking thinks he's right. It's the worst podcast. You're the worst podcast. I'm just going to sit in the middle middle of you are the one even make sense but five and a half five, five and, and a half, half. Okay. all right perfect yeah, yeah 
it's not my favorite thing, but I, I do like the reactions of the people, especially that tummy rubbing guy. Like the guy, the tummy two, rubbing guy was funny. He looks like the kind of guy who, if you asked him to pat his head and rub his tummy, he can't do it, but he's also not patting his head. He's just really bad at rubbing his tummy. <laughs> like I've never, he's, he's clearly disgusted by this whole thing. And, uh, I was amused by that. Um, I don't know if that makes me some sort of, um, Sick disturbed fuck, yes. and twisted human being, but, uh, we'll <laughs> move on. That's what we'll do. Cause that's all we can do in the game of jackass is move on to Aaron McGahee, Pogo skateboard. Will he land it? Nope. No, yeah, wasn't it po- like po- episode two of this podcast where he did something else on a skateboard or on a pogo. And I was like, I always remembered it being onto a skateboard. And then sure enough, like finally this happened. So I wasn't wrong at the beginning. I, yeah, just, I was did, waiting for this moment. This is aggressive. He had the, the full pogo stick thing as danger Aaron in one of the first seasons. I think it was season one, uh, which was great as well. And this just like anytime I see danger Aaron and a pogo stick, I'll never look at it the same way ever again. Not after Jackass forever. Oh, God. I think. Oh, I think yeah. The that. betrayal. Ooh, oh, yeah. The betrayal. <laughs> That's all I could say about that, man. I Fuck. I had actually forgotten about that. They bring that up. But now it's. <laughs> I, was, I, I was at the mall. Bloody ball sack. <laughs> I was at the mall yesterday exchanging a pair of shoes. And I was, the, the movie theater was right above the sports check. And I, I just looked up and I saw. I'm like, I ain't just going to go see Jackass 2 again. Like, fuck it. Uh-huh. What else am I going to do? But it was like 45 minutes wait in between that. Wow. So I ended up going home. I mean, maybe I'll go home, change, and then come back. And I just didn't end up making it out. But I think I'm going to go see it again because. Like, Why not? Honestly, what else is better to do? Like, I'm, it's, it was a great movie. I need happiness in my life right now, and <laughs> yeah, that's about especially it. Especially <laughs> right now, yeah, totally. Um, hey, but you know, you know who's always well. He that's this is a terrible segue. Ryan Dunn is usually not a very happy guy because he's usually getting fucking picked on or right. you know told to you know roll down this who this hill in a giant uh, tube of some some sort. Um, I will say this, though, as Ryan Dunn states himself, and please let the jackass rating spreadsheet read that this is a stupid idea rolling down a hill. That's how he calls this one, and I think that's the best title ever for a stunt. Um, yeah, you can pretty much picture it. I think we've actually already seen this on the show previously, so it seems like a bit of a repeat, but yeah, jump in the tube and roll down the hill, see what happens. That's this basically is a, thinner, a few a versions of something along this, time, along this line, yeah. This was actually the one that I actually liked the best. It seemed like it actually had the most punishment. It actually seemed like the commitment level was a little bit there. I mean, there's we get a few of, different of versions Ryan of Ryan Dunn specifically doing it because I think the opposite. I think later in the episode we no, get I, them. I mean this episode's tube yes. tube version opposed to yes. like the different versions we've seen in the past. I've never really liked the tubes that much, but like this episode, as you'll see later on, does have some good versions of it, and I really enjoy it. This was this was to me the return of the Ryan Dunn that I dislike. Uh, he seemed to bail very quickly on this one. He oversold the punishment. He didn't give it a name. Dude, his head smacked off the ground like eight times so aggressively that's i don't know because, what yeah. but but that's because that's he tried to bail and also every like so here's the thing you see him in the way that he's reacting in this one and then you see like four other people do it later in the episode and they're fine right like he, oh, wait. he hold on wait, he, wait 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 are you regressing just are we no, going back ryan, to season one of this podcast he's, he's regressing ryan's regressing in this one he's, yeah but no. i feel like your opinion of ryan is regressing is what yeah. i'm referencing here you, well, you sure famously yeah. used to hate ryan dunn you used ryan to say terrible so much. you were happy that he died actually yeah i know he said that all the time like just about every episode go back and listen to season i mean one. we can rewind it i don't have that specific recollection of ha- of, of doing that but i've said <laughs> a lot of things in my life i don't i don't i can't imagine that's one of them i you, clearly you people say, are listening to this as me being the irrational person of the of the bunch I well, this, this thought right here brings us into the poll that we're going to be doing this week is who's your most popular and most hated jackass host <laughs> are we, we're doing that 
<laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Dude. That'd be scary. I, yeah. I would be scared yeah, to see that. I listen, let me let me uh finish my rounds of therapy before we before okay. we get into Touché. that. Ooh, rounds of therapy. I like <laughs> rounds, multiple rounds. It's a twelve round bout. Anyway, uh <laughs> so, hey, you guys ever get like a real nice uh you gotta dig dig for some gold in one of your one of your nostrils and you get a nice big boogie right on your finger and you think, Oh shit, I have nowhere to to wipe this boogie. Uh-huh. I gotta wipe it somewhere. So what do you do to get rid of it? You, you drop, drop your drop knee, knee and you wipe it on the land, baby. Yeah, drop knee land boogie. You never heard of the old drop knee land boogie? That's the tactic. Do you ever get those ones when you pull uh, and it just keeps going and it, you feel the string like coming from like the inside of your eyeball? Uh, like it's like a very okay. aggressive, like all the way from your brain snot. See, I thought I overextended <laughs> on this so segue, gross. but I think you, know you what just, I think you just maybe, po- it's possible you made that worse than it needed to be, but, but thank you. No problem. Um, that's what I'm here for. That's a la- <laughs> yeah, that's like some Laffy Taffy shit right there. Uh, <laughs> drop knee land boogie is not what it sounds like. This is Pontius and Cassock. Cassock, not to be confused with Rick Cossack. Cowboy Roll Cassock. We call him Cowboy Roll Cassock after he won yes. the paintball duel in the last episode. And uh, we're going to do some boogie boards on top of skateboards in pools, in drainage ditches, anywhere that cool dudes like to go boogie board, uh, land boogieing. And uh, it looks like fun, but I don't really know how to like describe this or turn this into Here's, podcast this, this goodness. Was, it was, it was made it? for poopies, like the new character. If, okay, if they were doing go. this these days, poopies would have been all over this. You could tell he's a bit of a yeah, surfer. Yeah. I could just already picture him with that white like yeah, uh, sunscreen yeah. nose thing, just really sinking into this and really playing this role, right? But I, I enjoyed this. This was fun. Would I, what been, I would... What I would call this one is is urban kayaking without the commentary. And this is something that I don't understand. I will say that this one was very wholesome, the way it was shot. Like, there's a lot of shots of, like, Pontius and Cassick like skating off into the distance and kind of, and the and the, the the sun kind of taking over them so you can't see them anymore. The holding hands, the music was really gentle. But it got me thinking, like, since urban kayaking, and I refer to that one all the time, Back when you Did used they? to say you wish Ryan Dunn would die and that you could replace him on the show. Yeah, those are the two job. things. Those those yeah. are the two things that I said. I said it with every with every Dunn sketch, can we go back and rewrite it where we're just watching urban kayaking? Um, it's did they watch that as uh, a sketch and think, okay, no more personality in any of any of these like weird extreme sport ones because we don't get that anymore. Like there That's is no. True. There is no more mm-hmm. Dave Anglin talking to the camera and playing a character. Yeah. Danger Aaron ba- barely talks to the camera in these ones as well. Did they think that that played poorly? Did they just want to go more hardcore? I don't know, but it just yeah. felt like like we this was missing that because it could have it could have been just like urban kayaking, but with with this new uh, twist that it's on a boogie board. I I, well, I felt let down. You bring up a good point because since that one that was rated so highly by us right at the beginning. We've seen a lot of iterations of this type of thing, and they really haven't had that same personality. So it's kind of strange because for us, it went over so well, but maybe to them, they just thought it was a little cheesy and want to get yeah. more, like kind of like you're saying. But I definitely <clears throat> miss out on the uh, that fun aspect of it. But this this one did it for me. I don't know. It was kind of cool. It was a cool idea, putting the skateboard on the kneeboard. The dropping in was pretty intense. You know, had that kind of friendship vibe. You had like the, the pipes and everything like that, but... Um, it was definitely a little long. Like there would have been rooms for so much other stuff. That's the thing is give it it, like the only, I liked it in spite of everything I'm saying, I liked it, but I think that it could have been instead of just like a good sketch to get from one point of the episode to the other. Uh, I think that it could have been a standout sketch 
in like like even even what was the other one Pontius did where they were like uh, Mexican snowboarding and every right. so often they would do something and then he'd say something to the camera they it would be punctuated with a little bit of personality and this one was devoid of that maybe Cassick wasn't giving them this much but Pontius usually is good for something and he just kind of wasn't there with anything um so I don't know are you guys ready to give this one a review because I can I can maybe lead us off with it yeah go for it I, I uh, am giving this one a, a 6 out of 10. I enjoyed the wholesome element of it, but I think that there were obvious things they could have done to make it better. I could have easily seen this one getting up to an 8, maybe an 8.5 if they had a little bit more personality imbued in there, but uh, unfortunately not. Yeah. Jay, why don't you take the next rating? Personality would be welcome, for sure. Uh, I, I do miss those, yeah, those little interjections and things. Those were fun. Uh, it's too bad we didn't get more of it. I can't really give this one super high rating either because yeah, it's just, it is what it is. Four. Well, how about a four? That sounds good. I'm going I'm that. going right right in between you guys at the five out of ten. It's Oh, it's, wow. It's, I, I liked this one the best. Yeah, I was kind of surprised when you rated it that high. Like, And five out of ten isn't a bad thing. It just, like, yeah. I want, if I'm going higher than five, I want at least two of the three dynamics that I'm looking for. Some personality, some risk factor, and some, like, whatever the other thing is I can't think of right now. But mm-hmm. um, it only had one. Okay. Yeah. I No, I agree. Like, I think uh, it's not bad at all. I, I I was actually really impressed with Pontius. He, he uh, held himself well yeah, on that thing when they were going good downhill. In this. Like, like yeah. he looked skilled in it. He was in control, man. I, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, this next one, though, we're not done with the sports yet. That was really just our introductory sport, if you will. Um, this next one, we're hitting the mountains once again to go snow tubing. <laughs> and uh, hey, guys, it's awesome. Tubes uh, basically act like big springboards when they're fucking, you yes. know, Those flying are down a slick surface and then hitting these, these uh, self-made ramps that they've just built out of packed snow. What I love is that... Like, I didn't expect it to be like fucking Sonic the Hedgehog springboard fucking action, <laughs> but it is. And uh, some of those landings are brutal. There's a couple where they land, couple where they land like right on their fucking, like their like one ass cheek, which I can imagine just hurts like a motherfucker on, you know, they, go, um, after they like, get air. Well, like, they get air. The, that's the that's thing. That's the thing yeah, is these, like 10, these energy feet, fucking tubing is never not fun and it's never not funny. It's just such a great, like, you, you think about Jackass and some of the things that we love the most, and sometimes it's just bringing back that, like, childhood glee. And there's a lot of Pontius in this episode and a lot of childhood Pontius glee in this episode where he's just, like, embodying an infant who's having a good time. We saw it in the last sketch. We saw it in this one. And we see it in one coming up as well, at least in an interstitial. Uh, and I was I was impressed with how much skill they are, how much uh, height they got. I was surprised Johnny Knoxville made an appearance here and his wipeout was fucking bonkers. Like, what yeah. is it about Knoxville that invites the craziest spills and that like he just has a way to have the most damaging looking things happen to him and walk away unscathed. And this one was like he must have gone 12 feet in the air and landed right on his ass and was totally fine. Within one second of seeing this, the outfit and the attire that Pony oh, yeah. had, it, it set me into this like rabbit hole that took like an hour of my day because I was kind of having a me day today. You know, I was getting stoned. And you know, sometimes when you're stoned, something will remind you of a memory that you completely hey, hang forgot on, Chris. about. Hang on, Chris. When you started rolling your joint, you said you had to do it because you didn't have time to do it before. What are you... Yeah, because I smoked my last one that I was going to smoke during this because I got bored waiting for you fucking guys. <laughs> waiting? You were late. What are you talking about? Yeah, because I, you know, I got stoned and I had to go get some munchies and this is a vicious circle. 
But yeah, so, <laughs> so I got into this like weird, like I had this memory that I totally forgotten about playing a computer game in my buddy, my next door neighbor, Jay's basement. Do you remember the game Ski or Die? It was like an old PC game, like MS-DOS game for almost, maybe not MS-DOS, but back in those days. I just had this yeah. vision of an inner tube and this weird thing. When I turned it on YouTube, I found it. And I just, it tripped me out, man. It brought me right back to when I was, the game came out in 1990. So I was probably four or five or six years old watching, playing this game on Buddy's Place. And it just tripped me out. And I literally lost an hour and a half of my life just Holy watching Holy shit, no, I'm looking it up. I do not remember this game you, at all, but it looks if fantastic. You, if you actually look into the, uh, like watch the gameplay, there'll be certain things. I think Rodney Dangerfield's part of it. It's called like Rodney's fucking, it's really weird, but it threw me what's, right off. What's the game called? Ski, ski or, or die. die. There's an oh, inner tubing game. There's oh, okay. a ski. There's a half pipe Fuck. game on a snowboard. And there's like. And you're right. A Rodney Dangerfield jumper. is like a, he, he's got a ski shop. Oh, in it. Okay. Because it kind of looked like him. Dude, you got to watch the YouTube <laughs> video. It is such a trip. But if anybody is around my age and maybe played that game back in the day, you probably would have totally forgot about it like I did. I love Maybe we'll do back it on the, uh, the Retrograde, retrograde video game podcast hosted by Mikey Aaronworth. Uh, just just launched our 200th episode not too long hey, ago. Hey, congratulations uh, on that. Hey, by the hey, way, thanks very much. boys. Thanks very much. Uh, that was fun. Speaking of which, congrats to the Jackass. This is episode 50. So, yeah, fun fact. Oh, we yeah. made it. We're doing we've, all right. We've been doing this for almost a, a full yeah. goddamn year. Can you believe it? Um, yeah, I was thinking watching this one as well because you see you know, Pontius wearing that ski outfit. It's the traditional, like, every... Every patch on that ski every every arm every leg is a different fluorescent color and now we wear that to make fun of that era isn't it bonkers to think that that was worn unironically at some point someone was just like yeah give me give me they like someone walked into a like a staples and saw a pack of highlighters and was like put that on my body i want that everywhere on my body i love how mikey's mr fashion there's like not a single fashion faux pas that can mikey will base his whole entire episode rating on one little fucking fashion no no <laughs> Yeah, sure. Why not? Or just yeah, get me one it, of those ski jackets. I like that. Yeah. yeah, man. Those are days. Bright neon. What can I say? Uh, I think this one is probably worth a skip, although it was fun to visit it for the time that we yeah. got to. But moving on, another rolling down the hill stunt with Deco this time. He makes it about halfway down uh, unsuccessfully, and then two dogs just start tearing each other apart at the top of the hill. The camera's <laughs> like, Fuck this stunt. Let's just, I guess let's watch this shit now. Uh, and they put Get it in. Get out of here. Um, He's an animal. He's a the dogs, The dogs are going to play um, a, a bit of a, a role in this segment as we come back to it later on. So just keep that in mind, viewer. We will hear from the dogs. They will have their final say later. And in we'll episode. return to this this dirt hill, which what is yeah. the purpose of this nah, hill of sand? Well, I've never seen a hill of sand like that, but it's like clearly the park is built around it. What is what is it supposed to Mikey, be? We've been to Egypt. You said you've never seen a hill of sand. <laughs> not a not a man made hill of true, sand. True, true, true. Like, why did they build this thing? What is it for? Oh, for people is it to a sandbox roll down that, in tubes. Did you yeah. know what it looks like is like someone was playing roller coaster tycoon and accidentally spread like like the 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 road way too far up a hill and then had to like like deconstruct everything yeah good one mikey fucking oh, video game people dude. like people like roller coaster tycoon you'll know exactly what really, though about. yeah everyone loves roller coaster am tycoon. i gonna be hated am i gonna be the most hated guest because i'm dissing roller coaster tycoon yeah now? dude that's that game's a national treasure it is it is you can't you can't get mad at roller coaster tycoon uh one thing that you could get mad at if you didn't sign a waiver and get permission first is the uh human car wash I was thinking this the whole time while I was watching this as Steve O'Lay splayed out on the top of Johnny Knoxville's car is they had to ask first. Because, like, if you're halfway through the human car wash and the, the manager finds out you're doing this 
uh, it's going to be big trouble. And oh, 100%. Uh, what I love, though, is like I, I couldn't really tell how much of a like a safety hazard this was. And it added an element of surprise because you didn't know like, OK, are they doing like a deluxe wash here? Is there hot wax? That's I, like, I is was thinking pressure going to be dangerous. Is he going to lose an eyeball? Like, what the fuck's going to happen here? You know? I totally like do those machines. Could they crush somebody? I, I my biggest question going in is: Is the water cold, like ice cold, or like blazing yeah. hot? I would yeah. have assumed hot, but Same. as you find out later, it was quite the opposite. It's very cold. Now here's so this one, uh, you know, it looks like it's just kind of done as a joke. It's like, oh, Steve on the hood of a car. I would be terrified to do this one. Mm-hmm. Just, just the, so many like, unknowns. There's no reference. No one has done this. Like when you're in there, like I've been in a car wash and it sounds, it, it sounds terrifying. My dog gets scared every time I'm in it and I don't blame her. It sounds like you're about to get beaten Stop up by a bunch of street youths trying to get the car into your wash. car. Well, she's in the car with me. I'm not, <laughs> she's not outside following my car through. <laughs> um, uh, Steve-O wearing the Speedo is, is a nice little touch. And Johnny says, uh, as they're going in, uh, this is the first shower he's had in five days. Yeah. <laughs> and you know that's true because Steve-O basically says the same thing when he comes out the other side. And this makes me ask the question, who do you think in the Jackass crew showers the most? And who do you think showers the least? Ooh. Oh. Well, yeah, Steve-O, I would say, is an easy bottom of the list guy. Um, back then, yes. Like back then, the drug. Who drug showers phase. the most, though? Like, I, I almost want to say Pontius because he takes such good care of himself. But that guy's definitely got like a man musk that you have. I was going to say accrue I, by Pontius. I bet you actually does shower the least. That's I who you. I was actually going to go with. He's yeah, one yeah. Of, he seems like one of those guys that just, especially back then. I know, like you know, you know, because he talks about it. He was just crashing on people's couches. He was just kind of like one of those vagabond role with it. He's like that type of guy yeah. that you'd be at a party and he just fall asleep anywhere and get up and go and party again the next day. So I, don't, I have a I don't feeling think, it's probably him. Yeah, I don't think Pontius needs to shower is the thing. With the amount of times we see him floating in the bunny in the lifeguard costume, <laughs> yeah, he probably, yeah, yeah. he's covered. I know? think I think the, 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 the person that showers the most, maybe not by intention, but we man, because any little droplets of rain would be like a massive shower for him, <laughs> oh you know? Oh my God. <laughs> Wow. O- only what, like, someone yeah. spits on him by accident. He's like, thanks, bro. I needed a fucking shower. Oh, it's actually really funny. I, I kind of think that it's uh, I think that it's it's uh, uh, Hollywood Johnny Knoxville. Like by the by the end of 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 the jackass thing, he, he you know, he makes a couple jokes about how he's the star and he starts to care about his fashion and this and that. I bet you I bet you it's it's Johnny. I bet you he, he, he does some personal care. We've also seen him showering in the episode where Pontius dresses up as, as party boy and bursts into Johnny Knoxville's hotel and uh, Knoxville's there yeah, in the yeah. shower. So Jumped we know he does him. it. That's that's a good point. Random shower, baby. Hey, I, who hasn't thought, though, going back to the car wash while you're in there? We've all had the thought. I, I kind of wish, you know, I could get out of my car right now and see what this is like. We all yes. think about it. Uh, one thing here that I love is the range of emotions that Steve-O goes through. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. starts off a little, you know, he's smiley, he's happy. And then, you know, it starts to tickle. So he's giggling a little bit. And then he's shivering cold. And he looks like a scared, you know, like a lost uh like mikey's puppy once when he goes through the fucking car wash <laughs> yeah <laughs> just scared and alone don't leave me out here to dry uh but the thing is like by the time he gets out he just looks confused he's like i like i don't know what i'm feeling right now did i enjoy that like should i have just taken a shower was this a good sketch like there's so many things you can tell are running through his head but overall i don't know i enjoyed watching this just because it's something that like i said when you go to the car wash you're always thinking i wonder what that would be like yeah so, i'm glad cool i saw see. it happen Jay, why don't you lead into your review then? 
I think like out of everything we've seen so far in this episode, this is probably my highest rating, but it's not like the best of all time jackass type of things. So it's probably just a solid six out of 10 for me. Had fun. That's about it. Chris? Yeah, I'm going to go with a seven and a half out of 10. It answered that question. Everybody's curious about it. Steve-O, it was, I got bumped up because Steve-O kind of actually seemed happy again. It was, yeah. you know, had a good Steve-O vibe. You got his, uh, you know, patented bikini over there. They had that fun little suction with the vacuum. I loved how the, the manager gave him the little towel dry at the end. Yes. <laughs> and it just answered a lot of questions. I don't know, it was fun. <laughs> Didn't have much to it, but I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it from beginning to end. I, I agree. This one I liked more than it greater than the sum of its parts. I would say, why did mm -hmm. I like it? It would be tough to say, but the whole vibe was good. And here's one thing I'll point out. Great choice of music. This sketch, if nothing else, proves that a good choice of music will make the sketch a thousand times better. You get car wash playing in the background. It makes like they could have had like punk rock or something. And I think that yeah. would have been a, a negative thing to do. <sighs> Plus bonus points to Steve-O who looks supremely hungover in this one. He Just does. so hungover. The car wash couldn't fix it. I'm giving this one a seven out of 10. I got All more right. enjoyment out of it All than right. I expected. Hey, and I just, I got to digress yeah. for one quick sec because Jay, I, sure. you've, you've been really good in the past few episodes at calling out these random songs that I really liked. I meant to ask you in the, uh, the, um, the knee boogie board. Did you catch, do you know what song that was? Did you catch that at all? It's kind of had a punk rock vibe. Almost sounded a little bit like MXPX or something like that, but a little bit more darker, but it was, it was a fun one. So I'm going to have to take a rain check on that because I did not write that one down, unfortunately. Gotcha. Gotcha. I've, I've actually saved like eight of the songs you've talked about over the past little while that I really yeah, liked no and I've never been able to find out. So yeah, there's a lot of good punk rock in Jack. There definitely is. is. Yeah, whoever's making the choices on that is like solid. It's it's perfectly fitting for the time period too, and and they use a lot of classic stuff too that I don't think people would otherwise really would have heard of. So it's cool for sure. And uh, hey guys, if you listen real closely, like really closely, when Steve O comes out of the car wash, you just might hear track number four off of uh, Andrew WK's <laughs> Andrew WK uh, making another appearance <laughs> demo album. Uh, it totally happens, and I'm not making it up. Uh, Chris, I'm asking you, Chris. Yep. Can you see the bug on my lens? Uh, I actually think I might see one there in the uh, the top right corner, bottom right <laughs> corner. You want to give him a little kiss? Oh, that was adorable. Eat, that was almost as adorable as Chris Bonnie's Bonnie 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 Just eat him. Yeah. You're not a vegetarian. I, I actually love this thing. I, I It's one but of those weird ones that have that, always yeah. st stuck in my <laughs> mind forever. But he, basically, Pontius just, there's a bug on the camera. He looks at it. He says he's a vegetarian, puts it in his mouth. Spits it out and it flies away. And the oh, utter wait, joy oh. in his fucking eyes. Like a child. And how happy this. It actually kind of reminded me. I don't know if anyone remembers bum fights, but there was this one thing where this guy was like dealing with a bug on a camera. But that's that's a different story. But this one I actually think about quite often, surprisingly. And I was so happy when I saw it again. It's just pure Pontius. Just yeah. his utter joy and happiness. I think yeah, there's some contention here, though, guys. Why we, have to, that? we have to debate. Did he or did he not actually eat the bug? I mean, you don't really see if he spits it out clean. He might have swallowed that bug. And Do you think he said that just to save his like vegetarian yeah. nature? He might have just been really, really fucking hungry. He just needed some protein. He's like, the, I get this is my one chance, baby. I'm going for it. You know? the, the glimmer in his eyes. I don't think he could have faked that. He was genuinely so excited. Even when he took it in, he didn't close his like clench his mouth you could tell he left that little vacant spot inside his mouth so it could like fly around he kind of he didn't crush it as he ate it he kind of sucked it in and then just you are really really like elaborating on i fucking love, love i love the sketch i don't know what it is i, I, I literally I thought too. of none this of those is, things he created a show, little show me a sketch where show me a sketch where pontius eats a hundred insects and i would be i would be ecstatic about it <laughs> sounds like an episode of fear factor um <laughs> like eating a bunch of fucking God, 
I remember that fucking show came out and I remember like it was episode one or two. If I'm not mistaken, they had to lay in like a bed of cockroaches or something like oh, that. I remember that one. Yep. God, that show. That, show intense, that fucking show. Someone do a podcast on that show. Get get us a rewatch. I, I think it's called there. the Joe Rogan Experience, Jay. Ah, sorry. <laughs> of course. How could I forget? Uh, this next one, though, is um, I, how do you describe a skunk car? I, I don't really have a segue for that. Uh, I guess this next segment stinks. No, I, I was going to say it sounds like this mm. podcast is going a little bit off the road, just like mm. a skunk on a car. <laughs> this, yeah, I this love is, this one. It's honestly, man, this one. Okay, I, I also want to say it feels like this season as well. Maybe not the whole season, but at least this episode went back to like Jackass season one in the sense that it's very much the L.A. crew and the Philadelphia crew. And this skunk car version is Bam Margera with with uh, I can't remember who else he's with. But they pick up the they pick up a dead skunk that's on the road, put it on a remote control car and just drive it around the streets of Philadelphia. This is one where I think you get way better, more earnest and more varied reactions in the way I wanted to get from the bloody windshield episode. But we are uh, a segment, but we didn't get you get a lot of characters coming up to Bam and 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 some of them basically like threatening him, some of them, some of them claiming <laughs> Best was like the homeless guy who's like who's like I've raced those for over eight years and Pam's like you race skunks. You race skunks. It's like no RC cars, radio control cars. And my so favorite good. was the weird like that fucking health issue, dork man. Oh, there, I sense there's a health issue, and and then he's like, I think that uh, obviously you're doing this because you're getting off, right? You know, you're yeah. getting off, and then Bam's like, yeah, yeah, actually, obviously, you know, like yeah. I love how he played into it. And, and this he guy says, is just such like, a weirdo because I'm looking at your pants and you've got an enormous heart on. <laughs> and but the way that the guy's like inching up to Bam, like I think he was like actually kind of into it and was just like, yeah, you you like a dirty skunk, don't you? You like a dirty skunk on your car, out, don't man. you? He was yeah. a weirdo. Yeah, he it's was weird how we're weirdo. calling the guy who got mad that someone's driving around a dead animal a weirdo, but... No, I mean, he's hey. right. He's right. It's just the way he went about it was wrong. Yeah, very weird. I, I just loved like when he first has it, he's just circling around the group of people. Like we're forgetting it's a skunk. So skunks smell. So you're just going about your day and this fucking remote control with this dead fucking animal that stinks is just circling around on you. I don't know. I thought this was fucking great. It's just hilarious. <laughs> yeah, Jay, you've been kind of quiet. What did you think about this one? I don't really like it. Honestly, did, Is that true? <laughs> it, just, it was nothing really happened. I don't know. What? I guess that health violation guy was kind of funny though. But and the guy that, talking about the homeless how, guy, the homeless guy, yeah, the, the was, super, the super like badass guy. There's a group of people. The one guy whose face isn't blurred, who's just like staring down the skunk. Yeah. As no, if, that like, that homeless guy was the same kid from your you know second grade class that used to tell you that his, he had an uncle that worked at Nintendo. I don't believe him. I don't believe oh. the shit. <laughs> yeah, full yeah, of just, shit. Just a fucking not liar. impressed. Just a liar. Um, you got the, no, the one guy in the group of people who's eyeing down the skunk on the RC car as though it's in control of itself. He's looking at it like, I dare you to fuck with me. Like, you know, <laughs> someone's controlling that car, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, go after wh- them. Why? <laughs> why, why are you staring at this skunk as though it's going to jump up and like talk to you? RC cars are interesting. <laughs> you know, there's a rapper, one of the more famous rappers ever who Eminem. No, is a Jay-Z. massive RC car fan. Who? No, D- DMX obsessed with them. 
Oh, absolutely wow. obsessed. RC he would go out in like fucking fan. crack benders and just fucking race RC cars for like two days straight. Like, that's do you think he ever raced a car with this. Uh, with uh, this homeless guy? I bet you. Maybe that's where the, <laughs> maybe the, the underground homeless crack smoking <laughs> fucking league of RC cars. Maybe yeah. this guy is onto something. Maybe <laughs> that's entirely possible. <laughs> and uh, I, don't tell me that there's a league of uh, people who race RC cars professionally and take it as seriously as I don't know something like esports, for example. Because I don't want to hear about it. All right. You just I don't, don't want to like hear about it. You can't understand, Jay. No, There's that room is, for more than is, just the things that you love. I just defended a lot of people by making fun of esports, but it's not a sport. It doesn't deserve to be in the Olympics. Two out of ten. Thank you. <laughs> I, that's always everyone's argument. They're like, I don't like esports. It doesn't deserve to be in the Olympics. I don't know who's <laughs> arguing that they should be in the I Olympics. Am. I Fuck wait. You. <laughs> you are, you're arguing that they should, so that you can argue that they can't. I yeah, exactly. <laughs> I actually like hey. that. I, I back that big time. I hate this so much. I can argue for it to work, so I can talk more shit. It's called a that's straw a man argument. Move. Yeah, yeah. I'm done. You guys want to read? <laughs> yeah. Do you guys want to actually rate this one? It feels yeah. like one that could just be an interstitial or stitial. No, this, this is rate worthy for me. The reason why I want to rate it and I'll, I'll go first is because I, I actually think it got way more out of like a stupid premise. You can tell they didn't plan on doing this because they just found a dead skunk somewhere. They yeah. got some good reactions out of it. Bam being bam, egged a bunch of people on and got, got some, some good tape that way. Um, I'm going to give this one a seven and a half out of 10. I'm I'm going eight out of ten, and I I just wish that they would have done more with it because I think they had all the recipes there where they could have the more time they spent they could have even got more reactions and got that's more why I didn't off. rate it higher yeah, exactly because I think I would, they could have been more. able to get go up a lot higher if they just had more time with it to be honest. Oh Jay, you actually rated this a two. You weren't rating esports a two. Esports not real. Two out of ten, <laughs> and that's you the, sounded like the EA guy there when yeah, you said that. Esports are real. Two out of two ten. out of ten. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> See right through me. Um, yeah, guys, this next one is a little fun. Fun in the van segment. We get, we're starting to get more of these. You could tell like around season three, they decided, okay, guys, we're going to spend more time together. Everybody hop in the van from the production yeah. building. We're going to go to our next sketch. And I don't want to see any funny business back there. I'm, I have eyes in the back of my head. I can see you. And I will turn this motherfucker around if you're not behaving. Uh, but we get a little moment here of, of give me a kiss. Just one kiss. Steve-O's begging for a kiss from from Aaron. But Aaron did not give consent. So Steven, Steven, he does the wrong Steven, thing. Steven O. Yeah, Steven O. Lover. He he does he does the thing that uh, we would see, I think, like if you ever, it's like your, imagine it's your first day at Walmart and they're showing the training videos. This is what you, you don't do to your employees and your coworkers uh, okay. at the lunch table. You do not stick your tongue into their ear to try as a, a bond, a human bonding, um, uh, a method of, of, uh, of, uh, what am I looking for? Somebody help me here. Uh, hey Chris, is he still talking? Getting fired. Yeah. Uh, is he still talking? Yeah. Yeah. I'm stumbling. <laughs> help. I, I think that this is, should is be he, a team is, building Is he exercise. taking longer to describe the sketch than the sketch actually took itself? Quite, so this next possibly. one's a good one. Oh boy, guys. <laughs> Did you know that if you put a ladder on two snowboards, you could ride it down a hill and it's my new favorite fucking sport. This, I wish that this was in the Olympics. I was going to say, this, this, is, this, is not, this is better than esports, 100%. And this is why I wanted to rush through the last one is because this, believe it or not, is my favorite part of the entire episode. You get you get you get yep. a ladder on two snowboards and Dave Angland, and they even let him talk to the camera once. Oh boy, what a joy. It was great. He fucking bails hard every Dude, time. That's it's so sketchy. Take one of those ladders and just like 
Just put it anywhere, like in your house with nothing around you. It's not in moving. It's secure. And just walk up and try and stand on that last row without anything happening. It's scary. Yeah. Like, I don't Never like mind the last that. row. Yeah, yeah. You go up two rungs and it's scary. There's yeah, some ladders are scary. Okay. Okay. Fucking skis that? on that, man? Come Holy on. shit. <laughs> I don't like man, that. That I, would freak me out, man. This is great. I, I love that uh, they thought of this. I don't like, I never would have thought of this. Yet when you see it, it's like, yeah, of course. Yes. It's, 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 it's amazing. It's obvious. such a good idea. It's amazing that if you, okay, if you told me a couple weeks ago, I could watch a scene where one of two things goes down a hill, either a ladder on skis or a porta potty. I would be like, there's no way the ladder is going to be funnier and a better sketch than the porta potty, but leave it to Dave England to bring his personality out and do that. Cause we had Steve-O going down in the porta potty and that just was not a good stunt. This one was amazing, amazing idea, a great song in the background. He, he annihilates his head on like the first one. And as he's coming back up the hill, he walks past the camera. And he's like, huh, so fun. Uh, so much better than real snowboarding. <laughs> he's just like, ah. like, that's the personality yes. I want to come out of Dave Anglin more often. They got to let him talk to the camera more and, and embody this like fun loving guy who's trying to impress people and be cool by doing something that I don't think he really fully believes is mm -hmm. cool. Like that was a character that he played really well before. I actually saw him uh, posting something on Instagram today. Can't remember. Oh, he had like a, a half mustache. He called it a slippy mustache. He's like, if you want to look young, it looks like it's slipping off the side of your face. <laughs> but watching that, I actually, um, he he's, you know who he kind of looks like nowadays? Like the old, uh, he looks like Iggy Pop in a weird oh, way. Oh, shit. Yes. Like yes, now that he, he has his, his uh, PSTD yeah, and he looks all raggedy, he actually looks like Iggy Pop. It's kind of crazy. Uh, he has his PSTD and you have your dyslexia. It's PTSD. Yeah. I think we went over this last week, which is amazing. I, I, I literally do. You should see me at work with Uber orders, like Fs and fives and Ds. And I'm, I'm yeah, definitely have a bit of dyslexia. <laughs> what did you just say? I, I can't do letters and numbers. I didn't understand any of that. Oh, they, Uber. You know oh, what? I forgot. Sorry. You were, yeah, you own a restaurant. Okay, restaurant, now yeah. Sense. So when it's I'm like, like writing it down, the guy will be like this. And I'm like, I don't have okay. that order. And then I look I, and yeah. Okay, I got you. I, I, I thought you were just <laughs> trying to tell us you've also, in addition to spending your day smoking joints and uh, looking at LED lights, that you are now an Uber driver. I'm like, man, you're really going downhill. You got it. I think we need to have an intervention here. I'm worried about you, bro. I'm just worried about you, you know? Uh <clears throat> You know what would have made this just one touch better? Not saying it's bad. I, I, this is definitely my favorite thing in the episode. But if they gave him like a tool belt and he was playing it like uh, Deco does when they were doing the office chairs, he's like, oh, I've got to work on these documents. True, he was up there true. like trying to fix a, a light fixture or something. You, you know, know what? That would have been fucking hilarious. I, I, like I kind of disagree with that because I we said this about the paintball stunt as well. Or I, I I made the point that they could have made the Wild West paintball shootout. They could have been silly and wacky, and I think that would have been less funny. I think it would have been less successful. The office chairs took kind of a cool thing, and they were silly about it, and that was good because the whole thing was silly. The fact that Dave England. He treated it like an actual snowboard video, except he substituted the snowboarding with something completely absurd. I don't think you need two absurd things as if you have like a tool man and a, a, a ladder on a snowboard. I think it works as it is because it's almost as though he's taking it seriously. And you can imagine if you're just watching this on the sidelines, you'd be like, why is this guy going? To, I've never seen that. Is this a new sport? Like that's he, he made you think that he was taking it seriously enough to make you consider that this is just a new sport that the kids are trying. I like when Dave England does that. I like both yeah. of your guys points there. Both, Thanks, Chris. Both had some merit. Yeah.
<laughs> Mr. Neutrality. It's yep. unfortunate because I want you. to be rate this one, but I don't think it does enough to give a rating for, and I think that's its biggest detriment. I wanted way more of this one. Yeah, just wait till it blows up and then we're getting all the ladder snowboard knockoffs, you know? Like, yes. Uh, kind of like, uh, what's a craze that the kids love for like- Paddleboarding? Belt sanding skating. That's, that's a new sport. Fidget spinners. Fidget you know, spinners. We'll get some knockoff version of it where instead of like a real working man's ladder, it'll just be like a like a wooden one or like a step stool or something. Ah, uh, the hipsters you know. get involved. And then we can say, oh, you kids think you're so extreme. Yeah, I'll, I'll show you a ladder. Bust out the twelve footer, bam! You know, show them a yeah, lot. Who of said size didn't matter, baby? You know what? Doesn't matter though, guys. When uh, you're trying to skate across a concrete surface, and uh, uh, nope, actually, wearing, I'm going uh, to stop you right there, Jay. What? I'm going to say what? we're moving from the snow to the sand in this what next happened? stunt, and you take it away from here. <laughs> nice. Did I miss one again. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I'm but looking you at knew, a big. You knew you missed that one. I'm you looking at a. I'm one. looking at a big, uh, big old belt sander right now. But I guess this is the one where we gotta go back to Roller Coaster Tycoon Level Four and uh, talk about Mikey's lopsided hill of sand one more time. Uh, you remember how I mentioned no, I think those he just dogs? Meant because earlier. it's a belt sander. What? Yeah. Didn't he just meant because it's a, he was just doing a transition? Yeah, you go from the sander. snow to the sand. It's the belt yeah, sander. Doesn't the fucking dog come back here? You, I, you no, that's later on. Off. I was thinking about the hill of sand, and I'm thinking my notes are either fucked up or I missed it. And then I started talking about fuck it. We're talking about the dogs now. I don't care. That's how you can tell order. Mikey's segues are good. Shit. <laughs> Mikey has such good good segues, and <laughs> Jason's so fault. shit that he can't even recognize a good segue. <laughs> hey man, who? Are, Listen, at some point in this episode, those dogs be coming back and they're going to pee on the tube and then yes. Pontius is going to crawl in the tube and they're going to say, hey, Pontius, put your face on the pee and he's going to go, oh, face on the pee. And then they're going to push him down the, the big hill of sand and he's going to come out But it wasn't saying that time. That was side. just a regular hill that time. I don't fucking care, man. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> you, you come on here. You give me the wrong information. You have a segue that's so good, I get confused and now the whole episode's derailed. <laughs> What are we going to do? Just pretend this never happened. Let's talk about the belt sander for a second. Listen, so, you know, I love roller skating as much as the next guy, but uh, you haven't yep. lived until you put a couple belt sanders on your feet, plug them into an extension cord and a power bar, wrap that sucker around your neck and your name's Johnny Knoxville. Let's see if we can skate across this parking lot with the power of electricity. And uh, I was surprised at how fast these belt sanders run, but like they do yeah. a little demo and man, they fucking rip. Like they, they're just like from zero. It's like a fucking Tesla or something. It's just like, we're ready to go. And uh, this shit is very sketchy. I, I, I was hoping it would pay off a little more out of the gate, honestly. Cause like he doesn't really get going. Like obviously gravity's working against him and friction and all that. But um, man, what an idea. What'd you guys think of this mm -hmm. when you first saw I, it pop up? Man, I'm the same way. You know, how we talk a lot about how sometimes the lack of a punchline is the punchline. That's belt sander skates to me. I think everyone involved thought that this one was going to be a failure right off the bat. Johnny looks into the camera when he's got an extension cord wrapped around his neck and the sanders on his feet. He's like, guys, this is low budget even for us. But the thing that this After one does. After his first fall, he right away, he's like, oh, okay, let's, let's, yes, let's yes. fucking go with this, you know? As soon as he feels it, he's like, oh, he's like, okay. It's not about <laughs> going across the room. It's like, oh, I can go five feet. I can definitely go five feet. And I think the best part about it is you as the viewer, you start where Johnny is. You're like, this, there's no way. This, what are we doing here? This is not going to be good. And then it happens once and you're like. Oh, I think I could kind of see it. And he takes a big fall and he does it again. And it's now just about 
a proof of concept as opposed to going like to speeding across the room and doing a pirouette. It's like, can you make it six feet? And yeah. because he's trying to do that, when he does it, there is this weird like muted sense of accomplishment that I had a ton of fun during. I really loved the progression of this one. Johnny, go back and rewatch this again because you'll notice this or I, I at least if I'm not crazy, I think Johnny is so good. He he was falling in ways that like he was accentuating his fall. Like he wouldn't put out his hands. Like he would actually make sure he took more of a spill because he realized there wasn't going to be this big grand fall. So right. he actually yeah. like Please fell on camera. purpose in ways that would actually make it look a lot better and actually kind of commit to the fall in a certain way. Like he, he could have mm. easily kind of done it and just took away from it. And I thought that was really foresightful for him. You know what I mean? Like it really I, shows how point. much he cares about that. And, it's yeah, funny because yeah. when I was, made it a lot better. When I was watching him fall, I was just like, Man, it must it must just be because and I think there is an element to this as well. When you fall, you reposition your feet to make the fall a little bit softer, right? To like angle where you're going to fall. You can't do that when there's sanders on your feet because your feet shoot out from under you. So you w- I was thinking maybe you're naturally not going to land as as well as you could, but I you're probably Look right. Look at his arm placement, what he's yeah. doing with his arms. That's what sold it for me. I went yeah. back and watched yeah. it a few times. Like he's oh, really man allowing smart. himself to make the best out of this. And I just, I thought that was really smart, commendable. Yeah. And it was just like really brought the most out of this stunt. He's yeah. so, so smart with that. And there's this thing in the sport, if you want to call it a sport of professional wrestling called ring awareness. Professional wrestling's never going to be in the Olympics. It's not a real sport. Hey, two out of 10. Don't you, you even. fucking mouth, you, Mikey. Yeah, see? <laughs> they make two enemies here. Listen. No, it's all these people arguing that professional wrestling it's, should uh, be in the Olympics. It shouldn't be in the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> But like the thing is, it ring awareness in professional wrestling is knowing what to do at any given moment, despite your plan or whatever might go right or wrong. You just it's like having an intuitive sense of like, okay, this guy's gonna go left. I'm gonna do this to make him look good. And uh, Johnny Knoxville's got that in spades. Whatever the equivalent of that is in doing stunts on Jackass, he knows, and he's so good at it that it's exactly like you said, Chris. If you're not paying attention, it just looks natural. And uh, you got to give the guy credit for that. I do got to say, there's this look he gives the camera before they do the first test run of this thing. He's got the belt sander strapped to his feet and he's holding the control panel. <laughs> he yes. looks like a fucking kid in the candy store. He's like the happiest guy because he knows like, n- like nobody knows what's about to happen. And he's got all of the power. They've literally just said, fucking let Johnny Knoxville run wild with, with this thing. And you can just tell he's just thrilled. And I think part of that... Um, the fact that he got to break new ground here, you know, he was like, he's like fucking walking on the moon here. Cause this has never been done. He's loving it. You know, even if it's a failure, he just loves that he gets to be a part of this. And I, I love that Johnny Knoxville, despite what might go right or wrong in a stunt, he's always like tries to make it the best it can be. And you see that here in this one. Remember how we talked about in the first season of Jackass, there were some moments that were very big moments, but Johnny's charisma didn't really shine through in the way that it could have. Like he gets lit on fire. And his charisma doesn't show through enough to make that a big deal. He's so much better at doing what he does now that he makes having belt sanders as shoes more exciting <laughs> than getting lit on fire. And that's a testament to how, yeah, how much he's go. come, uh, how, what, what far away he's come. Uh, I'm going to yeah, lead yeah. right into my review on this one. Takes a very nothing premise and makes it very enjoyable. Um, and because of that, I'm giving this one a 7.5, but it's it's almost deserving of a higher score than that, I think, because they get so much out of, of basically nothing. But a 7.5, I think, is is great considering mm. how how shit this could have been. Yeah, yeah, it could have fallen apart completely and they they salvaged it. I'll go with a solid 6.5 out of 10 on this one. I had a fun what, and even... What's that? A what? A what? 
I was just going to say that a shout out as well to the contractors. Uh, Thank you for bringing the quarter inch drywall. Do not waste your money on a half inch drywall. It's a waste of money. Use quarter inch. Don't be an idiot. That was the most that was the most contractor thing ever. Because you get a contractor in any situation and they want to have like the expert thing that no one else has thought of. And you can just picture him sitting there off screen just like, you know why it's not working? Because it's, it's fucking concrete. You're never going to get belt sanders running on concrete. I'll tell you what would work. And it's not even that, but I'm just going to run over there and grab a quarter inch piece of drywall. Right? You'll run over that yeah, thing. Yeah. No problem. No problem. Trust me. No one else, None of these guys are going to tell you this. They're going to tell you you need all your, con- <laughs> your concrete all over the place. Listen, listen to me. I, I know I know what I'm talking about. Quarter inch piece of drywall. You lay that yeah, thing yep. down. Belt sander is going to run like a dream. Hey, big you know, Louie, what's in your lunch pay, your lunch box for the day? Big Louie. Oh, my big metal lunch box. It's uh, it's just a Wonder Bread sandwich with one slice of salami. That's, <laughs> that's all my it. wife will give that's me. That's the meal. Yeah, no, but that's like that's the official contractor like sanctioned meal. Yeah, oh, I God. eat it. Uh, I go up to the to the top of an unfinished building yeah. and I sit on a girder on and an eat I-B. it with a bunch of my friends. Yes, you do. You're a contractor. Don't you love how contractors always have to me- like mention the measurements of things, even if it doesn't fucking matter or add any context to the conversation? Con- yeah, the conversation, you know. Oh yeah, they, they had to say it was quarter inch. It was like, oh, nobody else is gonna know this. It's got to be a quarter. But inch. I know this. It's got to be a quarter inch. Somebody tell you you need two thirds of an inch. You don't need two thirds of an inch. It's a quarter inch. Yeah. Every time, all day, all day, every day. <laughs> I, I, I can tell man. it from down here. I can tell it's a quarter inch from up on my uh, lunch spot. On Chris, the girders up top in the unfinished building. I could tell how many, down on the street, that's quarter-inch piece of drywall. <laughs> how many steel I-beams out of 10 do you give this one? I'm actually giving this a seven and a quarter inch out of 10. <laughs> hey, oh, well done. Shit. Now I got to do math. Uh, 7.25, 7.25, baby. Uh, okay, well, yeah, but inches are different than... Okay, we'll just go seven. Why did you round up spreadsheet? Well, fuck it. You just gave this 7.3, and I'm fucking it up, and now it's a two, and oh, God, this is a disaster. Get me away from this. <laughs> Don't let me around power tools, I guess, uh, or anything to do with contracting. Um, if you guys don't hear from me in the future, it's because the recording studio I built in my basement has collapsed on me, <laughs> and I will try to crawl my way out and be back for the next episode. Yeah, I tell you, you can pay uh, one person the right price, or you can pay 10 people the wrong price. It's still not going to get done right. You want to pay the most amount the right time the first time. That's why you call someone like me. Bring my lunch Fucking back. Fucking Big Lou. I think I you contradicted Lou. yourself, but... If anybody has any uh, sure. contracting, reach out to us. Podcast <laughs> reach out to will put you in Lou. touch with Big Lou. Call hey. Big Lou. 1-800-BIG-LOU. You know what, though? <laughs> to all the Big Lou's listening, we do respect you. Uh, shout out to the working man. As Stone Cold Steve Austin used to say, uh, swig of water for the working man. I can't do a Stone Cold. I should be able to do a Stone Cold. It's, it's pathetic. You know who could No, when do you a- try to do a Stone Cold, you make an ass out of yourself. Just like Aaron puts his I'm- ass on Chris Pontius. <laughs> Mm. Now, do you want to do you want to spend twenty minutes explaining why they're in this van, Jay? Uh sure. If you if you like, <laughs> um, do, do would you like to start a timer or should we just ballpark it? Um, yeah, we'll ballpark. Do, do you want me to start right now or you can try? Yeah, I don't think I. I think I'm. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I'm okay. Gonna pass. Uh, but you know, Pontius, what I this is the you. one time in the episode Pontius looks upset. Eh? I yeah, think he looked upset. Actually, there's a point. You know, he. The thing is, like, it's Aaron's ass, and I think because Aaron is such why. a low status symbol I, in the group. 100%. No offense, Aaron. It's like, oh man, he got me. Ah, oh, I, I can't. And Aaron look apologizes the boys, immediately too. You know? He says sorry. Yeah, which Aaron, don't apologize, man. Own it up. That's gonna you're gonna get points for that. You'll move up the ladder soon. Yes. Pontius will be the new you. Well, let's let's be honest. That's never gonna happen. That's but, never gonna happen. 
That's how you do it, baby. Don't apologize. Don't apologize for nothing. Just like this next one. Chris Pontius does not apologize for all the people who saw his wiener in this next one. Oh, my God. Chris Pontius is the hot chick. I mean, the hot chick, the Dutch, the girl. Dutch girl, he's the Dutch girl. The he's Dutch dressed girl. up as a Dutch girl. He's wearing a skirt. He's got these blonde, beautiful braids and uh, well, it was a dress more than a skirt, but he's not wearing any undies and he's going out of flashing. I really got to say, guys, so many indecent exposure fines going on Honestly, here, left, right and center. Do you uh, but think everybody was censoring it out at, like arbitrarily or was yeah, he actually hanging dong? I wondered, like, you you know, sometimes when you see this pixelation, if you look close enough, you can see, like, where the pubes are, yes. where, like, the shadows are cast under like the balls, and it's on. like, okay, there's something here. There's some there's some meat here for sure. Um, we might have to zoom in and, and enhance a little bit, but I'm sure there's some bits here. <laughs> what I do want to point out to you guys, though, is did you notice that every time he flashes someone, and I think for the whole segment this goes... Everybody seems to just kind of want to peek and nobody's really mad at him. Like no one's mad. Time. Everyone is okay with it. It's, yeah. I think it's also because like people probably think he's just a crazy person and they just want to be like, oh yeah, yeah, he did it. Good stuff. You know, like if he were just in a trench coat as a dude doing the flashing, I think it would have gone uh, a little bit different. I also want to say whoever decided to put him in clogs, great choice. The clogs help yeah. quite a bit. Sell the I Dutch girls notice. status. Yeah, I just, I think, you know, just, we're missing out on a lot these days. You know, I know the, the world's moving in the right direction, but you can't just flash people in public anymore, and, and it just fucking ruins a lot of fun. <laughs> like, I, I really, it really bothers me, you know? Everybody no was gonna, happy. Nobody was upset about this. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Um, Even the old ladies, they got to see some fucking nice dong, you know what I mean? So, this is before the internet was, like, prevalent. They could just go on a fucking you porn or whatever. Is, is it, are you saying that it should be allowed as long as you have a dong like Chris Pontius? No, I just think a little bit of fucking full frontal unexpected flashing is, you know, there's nothing wrong with it. I think Chris is speaking from the perspective of someone uh, who no one wants to see his dong anymore. And he's just thinking, I could just go in public and show some people oh, and well, get some reactions that way. Show it to people. Show it to people. Dong no more. <laughs> no one wants to see my dong. <laughs> I tell no you, speaking of quarter dog. inch, I, I'll take a look at that dong. Yeah. You should, uh, it's what do they call inch. that when you're, you're heckling the ladies from the, up on your steel I-beam there? You could. Uh, cat you calling. Know, cat call Chris a little bit. Get him to whip one out for you. I could do that. I would. You yeah. know what? You know what I found weird about this one is it seems like it has all the mixings of being a great one, but I didn't love it. And I, I think maybe it's because you don't get my, you don't get much speaking from Pontius who usually has like a couple good quips here and there. And it feels like he does the same thing. It's just like the little bit of a flash. And then it's like, okay, let's go flash everybody. And I think that they could have varied it a little bit more. I didn't really laugh all that much. He had the one moment where he does like the somersault on the bus and his skirt comes up. That was was funny. That was good. Um, The second best part of this stunt, which just made me laugh because of the absurdity of it. He skips by someone and blows them a kiss. And the guy like, he's like, whatever. And as he continues skipping by, he blows a clog. One of his clogs falls off and he looks so embarrassed, not at the fact that he's been showing his dong to busfuls of strangers, but because he lost a clog in the process. And I'm like, where are your priorities, Pontius? The best way, the best place possible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But do- I, sorry. I was just going to say, I think like, in this sketch, I was wondering, did you guys catch where they were? Were they actually 
Like, were they in the States? Were they in Europe somewhere? Like, I didn't... It looked like Europe somewhere. Like, the way the pubs looked that. and the way the streets looked, it definitely didn't yeah. look well, like... When he uh, came out, when he came out of Super Cox, that's definitely not American. Okay. That's Even true. I was kind of wondering everything. if there was someone where they, somewhere where they'd be more maybe accepting of seeing a man just I, run could, around it flashing probably them, was in Belgium. Or, it, you know, yeah. went over well. Or, I bet you it was in Amsterdam. Because Europeans are kind of like that. A lot of them are more like, just kind of like, you know, whatever. We see all, all, like, I'm thinking of places like fucking Amsterdam and shit like that, where people go and it's fucking, you know, do whatever you feel like. Yeah, nudity, nudity, just like, like, you know, non-brazen, just like relative nudity is not as big of a deal out there as it is stateside. In England, they have a fucking dating show on regular TV. Like, it's like, what you know how we have like, you know, who wants to be a millionaire or like whatever that type of shit on regular TV. They have a dating show that you're picking your date. It's a blind date, but just by his dick. Yes. They just show the wiener and then you pick the date based on the wiener. Well, they show, they show they the bottom. The they, they show from bottom to top. They reveal more and more and more as you go until eventually like it's man, male or female. You just, he gets up to, to the, the balls or the vagine and it's just like, you see it all, and it's on like daytime television. <laughs> it's so it's like with crazy. Regis and Kathy leading into uh, right? here are my it's dangling so balls. Crazy. <laughs> but this here is, this is kind of my point. Balls, yeah. this, <laughs> this is kind of my point about this sketch. Is like you would think this is everything we'd wanted in a Pontius sketch, sure. and yet there's kind of nothing to it. Like there's nothing more. I, I, I can sadly really say agree, about Mikey. It. It's weird. I I don't know why I didn't like it as much as I. Th- would based if you just like wrote this out and you told me the premise and who was in it and what was going on but it it didn't really have that for me yeah 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 mm. and and because of that i'm actually giving this one a three out of ten and that may seem harsh but i just don't i think that with such a great idea like we know pontius can he can he can make us laugh no matter what it's like johnny johnny knoxville can make a stunt funny just by selling a fall or or using his charisma pontius is like the next person in line who can do that most and the fact that he fails with such potential in this one is just really disappointing yeah i'm going to four out of ten all right jay no that's fair uh yeah, I mean it was fun to watch, and Pontius was having fun, and I again appreciate the flip on the on the train car there. That was cool. Yeah, but overall, I can't go much higher than I would probably. Yeah, I'd probably go with Chris and just lean into a four. Like, there's just something. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it, guys. But uh, you know what? We're almost at the end of the episode. What I can put my finger on is uh, this next one, which. Uh, we already talked about, and uh, we're not going to get into it again. We know the dog pissed on the pipe, and we know that uh, Jay is an excellent podcast host who rarely <laughs> ever makes mistakes, and it's not even really worth mentioning, and uh, we shouldn't make each other feel bad because we're all just human, and sometimes we make mistakes, all right? Next segment. Uh, this next one's called Oklahoma. You guys ready for the breakdown on this one? I'm, I'm going to give you the breakdown on Oklahoma. You ready? I'm, I'm ready. ready for it. Uh, okay, I'm so ready. good-natured cowboy Curly McLean admires the beautiful morning while riding his horse to the farm of Lori Williams, his secret love, and her aunt, Aunt Eller, is at the farm. Now, following here, uh, at the farm, he invites Lori to a box social. You guys know what a box social is? Uh, you need no. a, a refresher on a box social. Uh, in the in the U.S. state of Vermont, the tradition is that women decorate a cardboard box and fill it Are with a lunch. Are you describing the play Oklahoma? Is that what's happening here? Wait. Yes, that's that's the next part of the the podcast. We were going to talk about Oklahoma. I have it here. Well, in my I notes. thought I thought we were talking about Oklahoma. Hamilton. Fuck! I knew we were going to play. I couldn't remember if it was Oklahoma right. or Hamilton. Right. 
Um, Chris is so lost because anyway, he hates I have no plays. Idea. I, I, I hate don't plays. know why you're detracting. Anyway, all sorry. I know is those girls look like they could have been part of Phantom of the Opera. So they had, listener, like, on. I don't know. I fucking once you're talking to this weird play shit. Ooh, I dance. I should be fucking talking. I'm singing. Fuck. I lose interest. <laughs> you guys fucking continue on. I'll just okay, sit back till right. we talk about this done. So we there's a box Jay. social being held uh, to raise money for a new schoolhouse, mm-hmm. and frustrated that he waited so long to ask her. Lori refuses his invitation. Now, boys, I don't know if you've ever, I don't know, been at the old barn dance uh, and just you've seen the prettiest girl you've ever done seen and you think to yourself, <laughs> boy, I really got to ask that girl out or for a, a, you know, a nice walk down the, uh, the dusty lane. And, uh, you know, she's waiting for you, boys. That's the, the moral of the story. And if she waits too long, she might refuse your invitation. I don't know <laughs> if you've ever been in, in, a, in a bit of a humdicker like that yourself. But um, here's the thing. Everybody's got a Curly, as we know, and Curly tempts her by describing the Surrey he plans to to drive her in. Um, Who is this for right now? It's the listener. It's a podcast, Mikey. It's an audio what, format. What is, where we, what, is, what is the Venn diagram you imagine where hold describing on. the plot podcast. of Oklahoma overlaps well enough podcast. with the fan of Jackass? So oh, is that what's actually happening right yeah, now? Yeah, 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 for yeah, Mikey yeah. and anyone who needs it, a podcast is an episodic <laughs> series of digital audio files. Uh, a user can, <laughs> can download to a personal device to listen at one time of their choosing um, or another time if they... If they choose. See, this this Venn diagram of people who like jackass and people who don't know the definitions of words, that is basically a perfect circle. So I understand what you're doing now. Right. I'm going to take right. a nap. Wake me up when we start talking about dominatrix where oh, I can no. actually get into that conversation. <laughs> uh, so thank you for joining us. Uh, that was Oklahoma. Uh, for more, visit Wikipedia. And yeah, right. I was, that's how, because I heard you start explaining it and I was like, I'm pretty sure this is what he's going for. I went to Wikipedia and just saw like verbatim what you were saying. I was like, okay, this makes sense. <laughs> so uh, you can follow us at JackassedPod on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, yeah, guys, I, this was a great one. Um, want another one in the books, eh? Uh, <laughs> we're not skipping past this. Catch as us next much week as I think that would be hilarious if we did talk about it. I, bye. I'm Jason Wellwood. <laughs> Bye, I'm Chris Aaronworth. You'll rascal you. And? No, no. Like, what are we doing? No, we're not. We haven't done the MVPs. We haven't done the LVPs. But we touched on Oklahoma, Mikey, and that's I all that matters. What the pro- I don't see what the problem is. We touched on it. We, we <laughs> talked about the box social. Do you need me to go over it again? A box social in the state of Vermont. Uh, tradition uh, where uh-huh. the woman will decorate the cardboard box. Fill it with a lunch or dinner. Chris, or is, Chris is leaving. Chris is leaving. <laughs> I don't know if you knew this, but the men actually bid on the women's boxes. And they don't, we don't oh. want to take that out of context, of course. Sorry, listener. Put the kids to bed for this one. Am I right? <laughs> you know what's funny Listen. is, is th- listening to you describe Oklahoma as much as I, with every fiber of my being, despise it. As much as I feel physically ill the longer this goes on, it's still not really worse than the finishing stunt of this episode of Jackass. I did not love this finishing stunt of Jackass. Oh, I loved it. Did you really? Yeah. Oklahoma Preston Lacey getting uh, beaten up by dominatrixes, but <laughs> because being you just unable know to he, handle it at all. Because you know how much he hated every second of it. And I know him. he could be very whiny and cranky and getting him to just have to be in that situation where he was clearly uncomfortable, clearly not enjoying what was happening and having just to fucking suck it up and deal with it. And 
it, even though he would back out quickly and then just that end montage where they actually cart him out over there. That I know was he was fucking part. mortified. Like he can't even play like he was like, oh, this is funny or this or this. He hated every second of it. And that really bled through in the sketch, which I actually enjoyed quite a bit. Bled through like he was bleeding through those white undies. Those uh, some of those uh, spanks were looking pretty hefty on him. I I I didn't love it as much though because I don't think he committed as much as he should have. He used the safe words immediately, so you never really got to see the sense. Like I thought they were going to change the safe word on him or something like that. Oh, that would like, have been such a good idea. Do you know what I mean? Or like told them that when he says Oklahoma to like lean into it a little bit. Like it just felt like they told him hey, you can take as much pain as you want and then back out. And he didn't try to push himself to make it exciting. Like, it was so bad that the dominatrixes looked bored. Like, how can you be bored when you're whipping yeah. a man in his underwear? Why are you bored? If you're bored, I'm bored at that point. So the whole time I'm like, this is this is a fucking waste. It just felt like, like, a, like a, a real miss, I would say. I just enjoyed seeing him going through that. And I, you know, it's always fun to see dominatrixes in action. That's so, true. I don't know, it's kind of fun. That's true. Jay, any, uh, any goth dominatrixes, goth cowboy dominatrixes over there in Alberta? So the townspeople <laughs> gathered at Aunt Eller's farm to refresh themselves before the box social. And this is important. <laughs> okay. Mikey, are you listening? I am, yes. Okay, unfortunately. this is important. I'd appreciate it if you could, you know, show up to, to these things. Come on, let's go here. You guys, Chris, I, did you need a, are you okay over there? You need a refresher? Um, no, I know exactly. The- keep keep going. I, I'm not even interrupt anymore. Let's get through this. Okay. Y- you know what? You know what? You know what we just did, okay. Jay, is we <laughs> stopped talking to see what you would do with it. <laughs> and right. <laughs> no, I'm just making sure you guys are, are cool with it. Um, no, we've been know. really open about the fact that we're not. <laughs> we've been so right, clear right. about that. Right. Right. <laughs> So Judd drives Laurie to the box social, um, but he tells her he was in love with her, which I think is a big mistake. Oh, the big mistake you made when we lost every listener we've ever had on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That can't be. I mean, I think this has been riveting. I would much rather uh, continue to talk about Oklahoma, the Broadway masterpiece, but if we must uh, talk about a man being whipped and um, chained to a, a luggage rack in his hotel room, I'm... Mike, I'll tell you this. When he's getting whipped and beat up and all this shit is happening to him, uh, it just, to me, I'm like, I'm with you, man. It was like, I don't know. I didn't want to see it. I didn't need to see it. The only, like, satisfaction I got from this segment is when uh, they introduced the you sisters. And, uh, and I came. Because <laughs> that's how long it takes me. And she says... I'm Wednesday, and I thought for sure her sister was going to say, and I'm Thursday. Yeah. And that did not happen, but boy, boy, a man can dream. I know some people are into this, and I'm not shaming anybody, but there's just something about it that, like, made you I don't know, it's just a turnoff. It's just a turnoff You're so for me. vanilla, it's, Jay. It's like, You're have, so vanilla. <laughs> have some confidence in yourself. You're letting someone else do, to, do this to you, and I get, for some people, that gets them off, and that's totally fine if that's you, but for me, it just doesn't do it, doesn't hit the button. Um, yeah, I think hey, we're probably going to have to Chris, read it. he is definitely protesting too much. <laughs> you know when, like, those, you know when the guys, like, make fun of gay guys because they're deep down gay themselves, and they're just, yes. like, fucking have that level, so they take it out on them? This is what Jay's doing right now. He it, got so I'm pretty turned sure, on from this process. I'm pretty sure, uh, uh That's why he had to digress with some Oklahoma story <laughs> to try and distract us. <laughs> I don't he know. fucking was rock solid the whole time. I don't time. know where you're getting this from, um, but I do believe 
to uh, to Jay to quote to quote a friend from an earlier Let's, sketch. I'm looking at your pants, and you've got an enormous heart on right now. <laughs> Look at why, why don't we? I honestly didn't even have this sketch down as something that we were gonna rate. Like I just thought it was empty, like empty of 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 something we could give a rating to, which is yeah. such a disappointment because last week. We ended with fucking Nutball, which is one of the mm -hmm. best sketches of all time. This felt like they really, and season three has been doing this. It's been going out on kind of like a, a, a low end a little bit sometimes with the exception of Nutball. Um, do you guys want to give, I, I honestly don't even need to give this one a rating. I don't it didn't even, do no, something for me. Yeah, fuck it. So with that, um, I think maybe we just get into uh, the, the standard MVP LVP of the episodes. Uh, uh, Jay, you want to start us off? Who's your MVP of, of season three, episode five of Jackass? Mr. Dave England for inventing the wonderful sport of ladder skiing. I, think I it's love gotta that. Be him. It's got to be him. You know, um, easy pick. And then, yeah, for the LVP. LVP well, no, no, uh, let's let's go through through the MVP first. Chris, uh, okay, who's your yeah. MVP? You I'm giving it to Pontius. He's he was basically in 80 percent of this. I enjoyed what he was doing. It wasn't his best thing, but <clears throat> no one was really shining that much through other than that. So that's where I'm going. You know what? I thought about Pontius uh, potentially for the LVP because of how much he dropped the ball in the Dutch girl sketch. I thought he could have done a lot more. My MVP, Jay, I'm, I'm there with you 100 percent. Dave England, just a shining bright star in the 40 seconds that he got in this episode. He gave me the best part of it. So I like how can I not give it to him? Yeah, no, for uh, sure. And what about your uh, LVP, Jay, your your least valuable player of the episode? Uh, pfft, shit. I don't know. Aaron McGahey for apologizing for putting his bum <laughs> That's on. That's a good uh, one. Bonius. That's who I'm. That's a good with. one. Chris, I'm actually changing it to the LSP for the loser slut pussy who uh, Preston Lacey who did not. Chris, his first job. name starts with a P. What? His first name starts with a P. Yeah. No. It's okay, yeah, Preston. Yeah. So you could have done LSP. I know, but I want loser slut Preston. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. I, I, you know what? And I'm not going to lie. I already worked out what I was going to say, and then I yeah. forgot because I smoked a fucking massive blunt yeah, yeah. this whole episode yeah, right as I went to it, and then I just uh, had to kind of freestyle. No, you pivoted, okay. boy. Orange, it, orange, orange, orange. But yeah, it's definitely Preston Lacey. He uh, didn't really do much. Why yeah. did you just say orange four times? Because oh, I don't even want to get into that story right now. You're because when I used to freestyle, and then you guys would say oh, orange. Oh, oh that's yeah. oh, okay, okay. I see, I see. Yeah, uh, that that's a personal story. Once again, Chris loves to go you guys to those. Have told that I do this for me before. myself, not for you guys. You know, I just yeah. chill out. <laughs> uh, I know, it's buddy. very clear that the three of us are doing this for ourselves at this point. If this episode has proved any, proven anything, my what? LVP also Preston. I think I think he shows up once. He kind of comes in at a time when you could put a bullet on the episode and he uh, and he does the exact opposite. He says Oklahoma before it even begins. <laughs> Boy, does he ever. And uh, Chris, no shame, buddy. I had one of those earlier in the episode, too. I know sometimes your brain just gets confused when, when it happens. Uh, these college educated folk come in and they throw fucking sand hills and tubes at you. And it's just <laughs> too much. Or it's yeah, not all and, sharp as Mikey all the time. And then you, you know? end up talking about Oklahoma for 20 fucking minutes and there it goes. End, end of the podcast. Hey, guess what? You, congratulations, listener. You deserve like a fucking medal of valor for listening to this one. Cause, uh, well, you know what? You fuck it. all of our listeners. They what? go, fuck right off. I don't like any of them because oh, there's 0% wow. chance any of them are still listening right now. So I could, we could say what, what we fucking want. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love y'all. And I talk to y'all on Instagram at Jackass Pod. 
follow us, chat with us, give us ratings. You know yep. the drill. Don't need to keep drilling it in. Just fucking do it. Thank you. You can folks. also send us some emails, jackasspod at gmail.com. We've been getting some decent notes uh, uh, mm-hmm. from everyone, which has actually been uh, uh, pretty nice. A little bit more of a long form communication through that. Also, you mentioned, Chris, the Instagram at jackasspod. We also have our Twitter at jackasspod. And uh, we got a message earlier uh, about Nutball that I wanted to read. I've been waiting for this one again, Nutball to come up. Uh, my brothers and I used to play Nutball with a calm dog up. toy. We played a lot oh to the point God. I'm surprised I was able to have a kid. This no. game broke out in more fights. One time we caught my older brother cheating with padding and another time his friend <laughs> tagged me with an airsoft BB and I ended up punching him. He stormed out all mad and my parents caught wind of what we were doing and put an end to it. The good old days. That's at horse underscore wow. eggs on Twitter. At- Oh Holy my fuck, God. Man. So that, that is amazing. The other thing I just thought about at the end of that, imagine you're a parent and you have your kids playing downstairs in the basement Jesus and you just check in and walk in on that one day. That would be a fucking, uh, oof. I, I hope that's why I'm not going to have kids. <laughs> you know how, <laughs> not, like, not because of all the nutball rounds. No, you know they, oh, uh, I mean that, that happens too. Cause we used to play that back in the day, but <laughs> you know how they retire a number in like hockey or whatever and they hang yes. the jersey up you know in honor of uh if you've got a pair of uh, uh target undies that um you know have survived the test of time you know write your number on there and hang those up in your basement because uh, you hang that, you i hang think nobody sure. has played as much nutball from the sounds of it as you i don't even think the jackass guys have played that much nutball that so, is uh, so cool. i'm glad way that, to that, take I'm it glad to the next that level. story that's awesome. Good for you So if guys. you have any stories about any stunts that you've done, we, we don't want the videos because that's a liability, but sure, email us, reach out to us on social media at jackasspod, jackasspod at gmail.com. Send us those notes and maybe we'll read some of your experiences on air. How did the jackass crew influence you? Let us know. Hey, I like that. That could be a tagline. Mm-hmm. Use <laughs> that every episode from now on. Okay. I like it. I can do that. Um, <laughs> if anyone is still listening, uh, I, I don't know why you would be at this point, but... Um, Interest in a film version of Oklahoma actually dates back as far as 1943. <laughs> it's not making. It's not making it. It's not making the episode. Bye. <laughs> Fine. Bye. I'm Jason Wilbur. Bye. I'm Chris Aaronworth. Bye. I'm Mikey Aaronworth, and this has been Jackass. by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it! This was a Press X for Sound audio production.